friends, family, brothers, and sisters. This is Aaron Saft coming to you from the MNR Running Pains podcast. We've got a switch up in the schedule today. Um, I am going to postpone Miriam Salome's physical therapy podcast for another week. I had a guest, Terry Chiplin is his name, and uh, we have a time-relevant uh, piece that Terry is putting out to the public, so I, I wanted to make you guys aware of that and uh, uh, give you a chance to sign up for it. So um, today's guest, Terry Chiplin, he does uh, so much for the running community. I met Cherry, uh, excuse me, Terry at uh, uh, Vacation Races Smoky Mountain Half Marathon, and uh, Terry does a lot with uh, with that organization, but he also um, has his own business. And does a lot with mindset, uh, meditation, being mindful, and uh, that's that's what we get into today. He also puts on the uh, U.S. Trail Running Conference for race directors and runners. I've been going to that for the last five or six years. So um, I wanted to reach out to Terry and, and talk to him about uh, meditation and, and being mindful, especially in these times. Um, I've, I've started meditating again myself. Um, I've been uh, doing that for the past three weeks. As part of my morning ritual, I would kind of talk about that. So, um, so this de- this, um, this episode will be with with Terry, um, and uh, uh, really appreciate his open and honest uh, approach to life. Um, it just you know his his openness with us, um, being vulnerable. Um, you know he he gets a, a bit emotional um, in the podcast, and uh, is just really open and honest. I loved it. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, before I get into that. I just want to go through a few announcements. Um, Terry, first off, uh, mentions um, Brene Brown in the podcast for uh, for the quote, and we just uh, he he emailed me after and, and told me that it was actually uh, Sonia Renee Taylor that uh, that actually gave the quote. So I wanted to give credit where credit was due. So um, forgive us for that error. Um, uh, Footer X right now, um, my running store. We are um, we're taking orders. Uh, so if you're looking for something that we have in stock, you can, um, email footrxstaff at gmail.com. And we will, uh, we'll be checking those. Uh, right now we've been going in about every Wednesday. I went in last Saturday. I was in there for about 12 hours, um, fulfilling some orders for, for some of my athletes and friends and family, uh, and just, you know, some people out in the public. So I sincerely appreciate that, you know, especially in these times. Um, but um, we're going to try to get more, uh, you know, into a, a regular schedule as things start to open back up, uh, you know, given that we do open back up. But for right now, if you are looking for something, again, that we have in stock, please uh, email footerxstaff at gmail.com and we'll check with that. Um, just leave your name and number and what you're looking for in the email and we'll get back to you as soon as we can about that. Um, so appreciate you, you trying. Really do. Thank you, guys. Um, the cradle to grave race, cradle to grave 30 K and 10 K. Um, they, uh, are under new leadership, um, at the cradle. And so, uh, I had been working with Devin, um, for, uh, for a while, Devin Gentry, um, with this race, helping to put it on. And, um, with the transition, they've asked me to help direct it again. So, uh, I'm going to be a part of it helping, uh, helping direct it and, and get them going in the direction. Uh, cause they, um, 
they you know they know all about their daily operations but they don't know much about race directing so could be helping out again this year so um the new date is going to be september 12th uh the registration is on ultra sign up uh it was postponed from its uh, normal may 11th date so uh race is postponed till september 12th uh you can find out more information on cradle to grave race.com or um on ultra sign up under cradle to grave so looking forward to that event as always really uh does a great job of raising money for the cradle forestry um which is a great organization that does so much for for our forest not only here in north carolina but in tennessee georgia throughout the southeast so thank those guys and check that out if you would um hellbender once again we have um, rescheduled hellbender to the weekend of november 20th and 21st we've got a new start time of 1 30 a.m and uh, i'm asking all volunteers that can help out go on to ultra sign up and uh and sign up even if you had signed up previously um we had to delete that because of there's new times and so um if you have and uh, even if you still can if you would just go back on ultra sign up and, and re-sign up for for your position um under uh under the time slot that you're best uh fit for so thank you so much once again um, for myself, coaching, um, uh, you know, I say this um, feels like every podcast, but um, I do have slots available right now. Um, if you're looking to um, to enhance your speed um, or get ready for, for a fall, um, you know, event doesn't necessarily have to be a race, but um, like I said, uh, coaching spots are available. Uh, you can reach out to me at runningpains at gmail.com. Or you can uh, message me through Facebook uh, under Aaron Saft or MR Running Pains uh, Facebook pages. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm going to be doing a shoe review on my YouTube channel. Uh, just got the new um, Enda uh, Iten. Uh, they're uh, a Kenyan-made shoe. Uh, I got the racing flat version, the Iten. It's really a nice, fast shoe. Uh, like I said, I'm going to be doing a review on that. Did my workout in those. Um, actually today, um, I did 15 by one minute, um, with one minute, uh, jog and man, uh, it's a snappy fast shoe. I was, I was pretty impressed and the price point is pretty awesome too. I think it was like 110 bucks. So, um, you know, stoked about their green story. You know, I think it's going to be a good brand to to watch. So, um, hopefully they can make it through these tough times. Um, but, um, I'll talk more about that on, uh, my next YouTube video. Hope to have that out this weekend. Um, Fuel 100, um, if you go to electro, E-L-E-C-T-R-O hyphen B-I-T-E-S dot com, they, um, the Electrobytes, uh, they're uh, another type of um, uh, fueling source. They're uh, an alternative to gels and gummies, um, kind of a crunch, crunchy bite, if you will. Uh, they're having 50% off, 50-5-0% off right now. Um, they're, uh, they're overstocked since a lot of the races have been postponed that they're supposed to send these to. So um, they're, they're having a kind of a clearance. So um, get over to their website. I'll put that on the show notes as well. Um, but 50% off. Um, Kogala, just an update. Um, you know, there was a, kind of a, a two-sided tail. Kogala was trying to sell masks uh, and kind of lit up the uh, the message boards. Everybody was kind of up in arms because it just seemed kind of strange for a Kogala to be um, to be selling masks. Um, you know, and um, to their defense, um, they were just trying to do something good. They could get their hands on um, you know masks. They were not the uh, the medical grade, uh, but they could get them uh, cheap, and they were just trying to um, get them uh, from from China. 
uh, and sell them basically at, at their cost uh, to people. But, um, you know, I, I wrote the company and just kind of told them, you know, what I was kind of seeing and, and people were just upset that it just seemed like why would Kogala be selling masks, which understandable, you know, some people were like, well, I can't find masks anywhere, you know, I, I would have appreciated if I could have bought them there. So like I said, two sides to the tail. Um, but, um, Kogala ended up donating those masks, uh, to, um, to, uh, medical staff and, uh, and people in need. So, um, just an update there. Um, I, you know, I am, I am still one of their, um, brand ambassadors. Um, so if you're interested in Kogala, want to find out more, um, I have a, a, a discount code. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, but wanted to kind of, uh, put a, put an end to that that tale and, and give you an update as to what happened. Um, I, lastly, I listened to a, a great podcast today. Um, you know, um, Terry had, um, brought people from the, um, clean sport collective to the trail running conference. Um, and the, uh, the basically the clean sport collective is a, a group of people that are looking to do just that. They're looking to make our sport clean, clean of all, uh, performance enhancements. Um, so, um, you know, they have a, a pledge that everyone can sign. And, uh, I thought that was, um, you know, something that, that I'm definitely on board with, um, you know, and, uh, their, their website is, um, clean sport, C L E A N S P O R T dot O R G. And they have a pledge there that you can make, uh, that's, that says, you know, you're going to be clean. You're not going to use performance enhancing drugs, which I think is fantastic. Um, I think in this time, uh, you know, uh, we want to have a clean sport and no matter if it's road running, trail running, ultra running, whatever it is, any sport, you know, we all want to be on equal playing field. So, um, let's, uh, um, let's get on there. I encourage you to get on there and, uh, and sign the pledge. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. Um, so we'll get into the interview. I want to thank Terry again. Um, and once again, please enjoy. And uh, I'll talk to you guys at the end. This is uh, Aaron Saff coming from the uh, MR Runs Running Pains podcast. I'm here with Terry Chiplin, and uh, we're going to talk today about mindfulness and meditation. Um, Terry is a, a great mentor. I've done uh, his workshop, and I've been to uh, his uh, his conference. We're going to talk about all those things. Um, say hello, Terry. Good morning. Good morning, Aaron. Good, good to see you. You too, sir. You too. I'm so glad to have you here and see your happy face. It, it just makes my heart shine. Wow. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. man. Mine Absolutely. too. <laughs> um, Terry and I, were we were talking before we started here and everything we kept saying was like so prevalent that I was like, all right, we just have to hit record because <laughs> we uh, <laughs> were touching on so many good things here. So, um, Terry, let's just start with a little introduction um, of yourself. Who are you? Uh, where are you from? Uh, where are you living now? You know, what do you do? All that good stuff. Okay. Well, I'm a. Uh, I like to think of myself as a work in progress. Um, my name. Is, my name is Terry Chiplin. I'm a. Uh, I don't know if you picked up already, but I have a I have a Brit accent uh, that I'm originally from England, and been in now in Estes Park in Colorado, and been here for uh, 14 years now. Um, actually just coming up on 14 years and, uh, uh, yeah, the, um, I'm a, um, I'm a runner. Um, I mean, that's how Aaron and I first connected. Um, and, uh, I do lots of things connected with running, um, most of which are, um, trail running related. Um, that's my passion. That's my love. Uh, um, 
Uh, I love, I've always been a nature lover. And uh, once I connected the uh, the running part with trails, then uh, it was like, oh my God, um, why, why, why haven't I not done this before? And, uh, <laughs> and oh, I'm uh, married, um, uh, got a dog, Coco. Um, we, uh, um, we live at 8,200 feet above sea level, which, uh, was quite uh quite a difference it was the first night we were in this house that we're in now and Aaron you've been here before haven't you you've been to the yeah, house. yeah 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 um that uh, the first night I was here um I was kind of struck by I was just thinking 8200 feet huh and and I'm, and this is this is our house here and we're living here and and I thought about back in England and I thought um well the British Isles the highest mountain in the British Isles is Ben Nevis and it's like 4000 plus feet <laughs> and and I thought here I am here we are living at, you know nearly double that elevation and you know nobody would live on the top of Ben Nevis it's it's like that's that's a crazy thing to do. Nobody would do that. And and here I am, and and we are we started our life here, and we've been here fourteen years, and it's uh, um, yeah, just an amazing place. And we we um, um, we hold training camps here um, in Estes Park, and uh, uh, I also put on the U.S. Trail Running Conference, uh, which is how we first met. Uh, I work with Vacation. Actually, we met through Vacation Races through the right. uh, Great yeah. Smoke Mountains Half Marathon, and uh, you were at the Expo there, and so was I. And, um, uh, yeah, I work with Vacation Races. I'm their official training partner um, for the Half Marathon Series of National Park Races. And uh, also have, uh, um, we developed an app called Active Acuity, which is a, um, a effectively a mindfulness meditation app for runners. Um, and uh, also just about to launch a new program um, called Runner's Mindset, which we can come back to uh, a bit later on in this podcast. Awesome. Um, I'm going to put the uh, active activity acu- <laughs> um, app. I'll put that in the show notes so oh, people cool. can, uh, can, uh, can grab it there. Um, and then we'll, uh, we'll also put the uh, link to the, the trail running conference, which we'll talk more about and, uh, and your new program. So that will all be in the show notes so people can uh, go there for more information, but we'll, we'll also chat about that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, absolutely. So um Obviously, Terry said he's uh, he's got a trail running background. Now, when you were in England, were you a trail runner then, or when you came to the states, you found it more? No, I found fa- I found it so. I was a road runner, um, and I I'd been doing I I did some cross country back in school, but I was actually um, my running career started on the track back in England. And and were so, you in the south or the north of England? I was in the south, so so south, I was yeah. I was suburbs of London, and uh, we had a we had a nice running track local to us. Um, uh, which the school used for uh, uh, PE and that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I was running hundreds and 220s, and the, these were yards, not meters. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, it was on gravel. You know, there wasn't tartan track back in those days. And uh, um, I just loved um, the feeling of running fast. You know, it, it was just an amazing um, thing. I, I used to, I used to dream about running. I used to find myself daydreaming in school, looking out the window and wishing I was outside running. And <laughs> <laughs> and I used to write um, like poems and and stories about running and all kinds of stuff. It was, uh, um, it was really, yeah. My, running was my life. That's what I wanted to do. And, and uh, who were um, some of your heroes? Well, heroes back then. Oh gosh. Um, 
Ah, uh, well, I mean, it was because I was a sprinter, then then it was mainly kind of sprinting guys. So, um, uh, but I remember um, Mexico Olympics, mm-hmm. um, 1968. And, uh, um, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of a mixture of emotions, because, um, you know, it was, uh, I just, the, I, I didn't know a lot about the kind of physiology and that kind of thing, and the, and the effect of altitude at all. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, so that was the first and the only so far Summer Olympics that's been held at altitude. And, and, you know, it was just, I mean, Bob Beeman's long jump, um, I don't know if you remember that, but you know, I yeah. um, what was it, twenty nine feet, and 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 you know, just incredible. And um, yeah. uh, I I remember um, uh, the um, the black black American athletes um, uh, who you know who won the two hundred and the hundred, and it, it was just um, uh, just incredible. You know the um, and, and that was kind of really. Um, I think my first Olympics that I really got uh, um, really got kind of uh, um, engaged in it, and uh, but I also remember thinking, you know, like the uh, um, the Black Power salute um, mm-hmm. for the for the two hundred meter um, yeah. uh, medal ceremony, and and I kind of remember kind of thinking, you know, what what's going on here? And of course, it was like you know the whole racism piece in terms of in terms of right. athletics um, right. wasn't so um, wasn't so prevalent in England. Um, as it is here, and uh, uh, so it was. It, yeah, a lot of lot of kind of um, learning experiences, really. Um, yeah. And uh, and then, of course, you know, once once we looked at coming to Colorado and and being at altitude, then uh, it's like, oh my god, you know, this is. We came up with the idea for Active at Altitude, which is my business name, mm-hmm. and um, you know, that kind of neatly sums up what it is that we do. But you know, I. I Back back when I was uh, fourteen, then you know I had no idea that uh, um, you know what altitude training was, and you know the fact that anybody could do it, it can benefit anybody. Um, you know it doesn't it works whether you're a you know a four minute miler or a fifteen minute miler. Um, right. Everybody's physiology changes, and everybody benefits. And in fact, you know the um, to some extent, the slower you are, probably the more benefit you can get um, because your body can make bigger adaptations. So um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was me, um, me back in England. But I, yeah, I, 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 I mean, I love the track. I mean, I was kind of drawn to cross country, but it just wasn't cool. Um, you know, it, <laughs> and, and and my my peer my my peer group was you know very much track based, and so it was like you know the longest. Um, uh, I think we maybe used to do a mile or a couple of miles in terms of maybe doing some warm up stuff, but um, but that was that was all I did. But I I did kind of long, um, you know, there, there was a part of me um, that I kept hidden away that was, uh, um, you know, I just loved being out in nature and 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 I loved running barefoot on grass and you know these kind of things. And and my family every year would go down to the south coast. Um, of England um, and stay with granny and grandpa um, and uh, we go to a place called the New Forest and I don't know if you've ever been there but if anybody <laughs> anybody listening knows uh, knows England then uh, um, there's it's beautiful beautiful place I mean it, it's it's just heavily wooded um, you know lots of trails and paths all over the place and nice. um, lots of cars as well but uh, um, <laughs> but we also got new forest ponies and it's just a, a kind of wonderful wild place. And, That's awesome. um, and I can remember we all used to squeeze into my grandpa's mini, um, 
And so there was me, my mum, my dad, my sister, me, granny and grandpa. It <laughs> <laughs> had many. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. Six of us in a mini, little mini. And, and this was an old mini. So it was a, like a 19, 1960s mini. So um, <laughs> That's fantastic. Nothing, nothing like they are now. And um, and I remember they used to, because um, I was in the back, um, they, so, and it was only the front doors that, that opened. They didn't have you know, back doors. And so, <laughs> so I remember kind of everybody getting, kind of falling out of the car almost. And, uh, um, uh, but it was like the first thing I wanted to do was to, was to just kind of get out the car and run um and so it's like i just used, I used to say yeah i'm being cooped up right yeah i'm being cooped up yeah you're right and <laughs> and, and so i just used to say, I'm, I'm just gonna outstretch my legs and it was like my mum was kind of like don't go too far you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and, and so so that was yeah i mean at school it was it was it was kind of tricky i mean it was um yeah, it, it just wasn't the cool thing for, for cross-country, but I, I used to go and uh, um, support kind of the cross-country races and, uh, and that kind of thing. Um, and I did kind of dabble a little bit, but it was, um, it was really kind of half-hearted, whereas, whereas the, the sprinting stuff was like, and I, I won uh, between the ages of 8 and 15, I won every race that I ever entered. Wow. Uh, did, yeah, did you start running? Did you start running at 8 or younger than that? Well, it wasn't it wasn't competitive then. It was it was just kind of fun stuff, you know. But but then once I got to uh, um, we called it grammar school back in England. But once we got to senior school, um, then it did become competitive, and and I just had these fast legs. Um, That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I could just run fast, and um, but I didn't have a lot of uh, um, a lot of power. So so once the other guys, you know. Um, once puberty hit, and and the other guys started growing these big muscles, and 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 it's like, it's like I looked at them, and I was kind of thinking, <laughs> uh, okay, I'm out of place. I'm out of place here, <laughs> um, which was which was tough in a way because I, it was like I was really building my life, and my 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 dream was to become an Olympic sprinter, um, and and it quickly became clear that that wasn't going to happen. But then, you know, I didn't understand that my physiology wasn't a power. You know, I wasn't a sprinter physiology, um, didn't have a sprinter's physiology. So, you know, it's like I could uh, I could grow strength and, you know, um, develop muscles and that kind of thing. But it's like my body is designed, you know, much like yours, Aaron, for, um, okay, we've got speed, but but we haven't got that out and out power. Um, but then we've got endurance, you know, and, and that that's what our bodies are, you know, our body type is designed for. Um, so, so, yeah, it was a big and, and, and to be honest, not... Um, you know, my dream kind of uh, disappearing before my eyes um, really upset my life, um, <laughs> and 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 it kind of yeah, it 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 um it took me um, it took me a big chunk of time um, to to recover, um, and uh, um, and it was also I think a part of why um, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but at one at one point for 10, 10 years I was a drug addict and. Uh, um, um, maybe we hadn't talked about it before. We hadn't so. talked about that. <laughs> so please go ahead, expound. I mean, this is great because it'll give us, you know, background into you know where you've gone. Where I've gone, yeah. So I, I, I call it kind of my dark period, um, mm. uh, where I was really off the rails. I, I felt like crap. Um, self-esteem, you know, was down the bottom of the drain, and um, uh, I was bouncing from relationship to relationship. You know, deeply unhappy. 
um, uh, contemplated suicide sometimes. Um, you know, it was it was just I mean, a typical <laughs> kind of young boy's <laughs> yeah. Young, yeah. young boy's life, unfortunately, and and we lose so many boys that way. Um, oh, shit, you're going to get me crying now, Eric. <laughs> sorry, 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 <laughs> sorry. Oh dear, you're turning the tables now, aren't you? You got me. I know. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, he always does this to me at the conference. So no, I, but I never made anybody cry. So. Um, by all means, share what you want to share, but you know, you know whatever. Uh, well, whatever Eric, too much, too it, it's like you know, I'm. You know, school school was never a place to. You know, although I had friends at school, it was that there, there wasn't really anybody close that I could open up to. Um, uh, my mum and dad, um, uh, you know, were both um, both kind of raised um, uh, not to show their emotions, and you know, it it, it was basically you know, um, as children, we were, we were expected to you know be around and help out, but. Um, you know, it was the rest of the kind of, you know, it's like, shut up. You know, it's like, yeah. And, and so there was nowhere really to, um, to kind of, uh, um, to let go and share, um, you know, yeah, the stress, the, 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 and, and the, and the self, self-loathing. I mean, that's, that's really what it came down to. And, and then once, um, uh, once I left school, I went to university and I discovered sex and drugs and rock and roll. And, and, <laughs> and well, I already had the, already had the rock and roll, but, um, <laughs> sex and drugs, but, um, yeah. And, and, and then, you know, the, uh, um, the drugs especially were just, uh, an escape. And, and and it was a chance for me to um, to feel uh, at least for a brief period of time to feel okay about myself. Um, but then, of course, what happens is you know you come down again from whatever you've been taking, and it's like you feel more worse than be- worse than before. And and so you know it's just yeah. a nev- never ending cycle. Cycle. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, um, and so it went on, and uh, um, but then. I I was 28 years old um, and you know pretty pretty unhappy um, still feeling like crap you know nothing had changed sure. <laughs> right and uh, um, and still juggling and bouncing relationships and all that kind of stuff and and I remember waking up one morning and thinking to myself you know if 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 you carry on doing what you've been doing then you know you'd, I was also really unhealthy I mean I wasn't running. Um, uh, I had, you know, chronic, my skin was terrible. Uh, um, I was having some pretty chronic breathing issues, um, um, you know, related to smoking and <laughs> yeah. all that kind of crap. Um, and, uh, and so I thought if you carry on doing what you're doing, then you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to have a, a, a long, happy, healthy life. And, and so I was like, what I did was I said, what did I used to enjoy doing that I'm not doing anymore? And the first thought that came into my head was running. Nice. And I was like, okay. And I think it was a Sunday. It might have been a Sunday morning. Um, and, and it was like I put some trainers on my feet, went out the door, went out for a run. Nice. And, and it was like I can't remember how far I went, but I, I know I came back and I had blisters on my feet. <laughs> that's awesome like yeah i can't remember if i ran every step of the way or what happened but but the key thing is that i remembered it was like oh god 
you know, it's like, shit, have I been missing this? <laughs> and, and, and it was really, it was that moment and that kind of realization that, um, that got me back on track again. Um, and, you know, it was, uh, um, I didn't have uh, anybody work with me in terms of uh, giving up the drugs. It was just like, you need to do this. You know, this, this, is, this is your responsibility. Um, this is, this is your, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, I, you know, looking back on it now, it's, it's, uh, um, you know, I, I often wonder if I, if I'd not woken up that morning and, you know, had that thought process and made that decision. Um, I often wonder, you know, what my life would have been like now. Um, I, I, I mean, yeah, there's no way of knowing. I mean, the, 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 um, the, the great part is that, you know, it, it was a positive decision. Um, I, I was being mindful. <laughs> um, I, I was being reflective, um, you know, so, um, and, and yeah, that's really kind of made a big, big, what huge change in my life. Um, and you know, it, it's like, I'm, you know, one of the, one of the big things for me is that you know I I I lacked so much confidence in myself back then, um, and and it's like now if when I when I started thinking about what I wanted to do with my life, then it was it was like okay, one one of the things I wanted to do was to encourage other people to um, uh, to discover themselves in the way that I have done, you know, and and yeah. and and running, you know, running is just such a natural thing for any of us to do um and and one of the things i loved about born to run is that you know um the book is that it it, it kind of brings home that that the running is just for everybody you know it and so when people would say to me uh, it's like i'm not a runner then <laughs> it's like well, i just come back with who told you that <laughs> right where did where did you hear that from <laughs> yeah exactly and 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 you know did that person have the you know the qualifications necessary to say whether you were a runner or not yeah it's it's like so often you know we um people's people's lives can be based around uh, um misinformation that they've picked up somewhere along the line um you know and for myself it's you know, it's like i even even once i was a few years into my running career i never thought i'd run a marathon i was like Half marathon, yeah, that's all I'm fit for. <laughs> and and then it was one day um, that a really good friend of mine who was uh, um, uh, in the Atlanta Olympics uh, um, and the World Cross Country Championships, but no, sorry, World um, Athletics Championships back in 93, that um, I was part of her training kind of group. And so um, we take it in turns to go out for long runs with her. And uh, we were out for a run one day, and, and I think we got up to like about 16 miles or something, 17 miles maybe with her. Um, and, um, and she turned to me and said, um, said, I think you're ready for a marathon. And, and it was like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Let's do this. I'm now a marathon runner. And, <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what uh, I mean? It's like, it's like we, absolutely. we kind of carry around these, these limiting messages in our mind. Preconceived um, notions. Preconceived notions, absolutely. We, which just, you know, and, and then – and then we live them. Or we live by them, even though they're absolute crap. <laughs> because there are our own expectations. Yeah, we yeah. set our own limitations. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and and so yeah, it, it was. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, th there's there's just. I mean, now now I'm at the position where it's like, 
I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. You know, it's like <laughs> whatever I set my mind to, it's like, <laughs> you know, you mentioned, you mentioned the trail running conference and, and, and it's like that, that came out of, you know, I had, I had no idea, um, that, you know, I, I could put on a trail running conference. I mean, I've never put on a conference before, you know? Um, I mean, I could, I've, Put on. I'd already been putting on trail running camps and and women's running camps and that kind of thing. So so I so I have some experience about putting together an event that's been successful. Um, uh, but you know the the way I was thinking was it of it was you know somebody else was going to run this conference and I was going to help them. Um, and then and then our medical center here in Estes, you know, we had a meeting there talking about the prospect of putting on a trail running conference and the medical center supporting it. Um, and uh, and I was coming up with all these ideas. And and at the end of the meeting, uh, um, um, you know, a couple of the people from the hospital from the center said uh, came up and said, uh, "We want you. We want you to put on the conference." And I was like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what <is it? laughs> you know, do you, do you know anything about me? And it's like. <laughs> And so, so they were, they were like, well, you know, we, you, you've got all these ideas, you know, let, let's, let's, let's run with it and see what happens. And, and, you know, this year we're going to be in our eighth year, I think it is. And, and, um, and I love it. I love it. I mean, it, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's grown to become, um, uh, you know, something that I'm really proud of, uh, um, it, but, it, but it's also a great, um, um, you know, a great networking opportunity for um, both for race directors and trail runners and uh, sponsors and exhibitors and um, all kinds of people to uh, um, to get together and share um, share ideas and 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 with all that's happening right now, um, then I'm looking forward even more to this year. Um, you know, I think it's going to be uh, um, I think it's going to be a really good year um but also you know what we were talking about a little bit earlier about you know not returning to normal um you know is is like i think that's a really good i think that's a really good direction to take um is is like you know we we don't necessarily need to go back to the way it was before because there were so many things wrong about the way it was yeah. before. Well, go ahead and read that quote that was beautiful yeah 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 so so um a friend of mine from uh, um from race roster um, who are the registration platform that I use for my events, uh, um, sent this to me this morning. So, so thank you, Brandon. Um, it's, it's from a woman called Brene Brown. Um, and uh, I've got a couple of books by her. She's a really great author. Um, one of them is called Daring Greatly, um, which is a really, <laughs> a really good, a really good direction. Yeah, yeah. She's a very inspirational person. Um, so Brene Brown, so it's B-R-E-N-E with an accent and B-R-O-W-N. And her quote is this, and I'm not sure where this comes from, but I love it. Um, we will not go back to normal. Normal never was. Our pre-corona existence was not normal. Other than we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. We should not long to return, my friends. We are being given the opportunity to stitch a new garment, one that fits all of humanity and nature. That is beautiful. That, Isn't it beautiful? It is. Yeah. That's precisely what we need right now. Um, it because, is exactly what we need. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And let me take a step back for a moment and just honestly and sincerely say thank you for for opening up and sharing so much with us. Um, it's, it's truly touching to, to see the emotion and to feel that, uh, you know, being friends, I, I, 
it means a lot. Thank you um, for, for taking that time and that opportunity to, to share your story. Um, I don't want to thank you off the air. I want to take the time now so that people recognize what you shared and that. So thank you. Um, and, you know, on to Brene Brown, um, you know, we, we were talking about this situation and uh, you and I started talking about um, how how being mindful right now is more important than ever. Um, being, you know, um, in the moment and there for those, you know, setting our intentions. Um, so, um, you know, the, the, our, our, our kind of theme here is talking about mindfulness and, uh, and meditation and, uh, you know, you've, you've come a long way, obviously, you know, from, from your youth to where you are now, um, you've made quite the journey and it, it sounds like it started that day where you just went for a run, which is, you know, so befitting. Um, and that's wonderful. Um, so from that day, you started this, this intention of improving yourself. Um, how, um, how did you get into um, mindfulness and meditation? Wow. Ooh. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, okay. So well, me I, I guess meditation, once, once I started, because um, I guess what was happening for me is, is the um, – and, and I don't know if any of your listeners will uh, um, will empathize with this. Is that um, uh, is that kind of just um, uh, just being alive as a young man um, felt so bad um, that it was um, that there wasn't you know any any kind of time I had to. Um, uh, I didn't want to spend time reflecting because then all that would happen is I would just be unhappy with myself. Um, and so, so even though I might have had opportunities to to reflect in that way, it wasn't really until um, until that day, and and literally, I, 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 you know, that that process that I described that um, was exactly like that. So, I, so I came back, and I was able to be reflective, but in a way that was positive about me. Um, and and that was a real you know turning point for for many many reasons. Um, and so, so it wasn't really until after that that I became. Um, uh, I would, um, I would actually yearn for um, for space to be um, to be reflective and to. Um, I, and I did. I wasn't kind of practicing meditation um, uh, back in those days at that point. Um, uh, but but I th I think in many ways, kind of from what I understand now, then um, then that run. Um, then that run was probably um, you could almost describe it maybe as a meditative run in nature, um, and you know it it was. Um, I remember uh, just kind of you know I, I was going down some roads that I've driven down many times, um, uh, and and I can remember kind of noticing things that I hadn't noticed before. You know, it's like the color of that gate. Um, you know, oh, oh, look! There's somebody in that house. It's like you know, I had, I just hadn't noticed that before, and so it was almost like I've been kind of wearing, um, you know, blinkers or dark glasses or something, and, and it's like <laughs> all of a sudden they they were lifted off, and you know, they were taken away from me, or or what? No, the important thing was I took them off. So <laughs> right, right. It it wasn't they were taken away. I was taking responsibility for myself, um, and. Um, you know, I, I I remember as well as a as a um, as a young man um, uh, that I used to um, 
啊，其实这个不会。啊，不会。I I don't think I've ever um、uh, I'm not sure I've ever shared this with anybody. But、uh, um it it's I I remember um uh leaving messages um saying um please save me or you know it's words to that effect. Um, that kind of thing, and and it was like that was the closest I could get、um, to to asking for help um, um, in our family, and uh,、um, yeah, it was.、Uh, um, I you know it, it, it's my parents were were loving,、um, you know they had good hearts,、um, um, you know, and I miss both of them dreadfully. But the、um, but the reality was that they you know that they were just raised in a way that.、Um, Uh, that didn't allow them to、um, to be expressive, you know. So it it's it's like, you know, my sister and I were talking, and it's like, you know, she was saying that、uh, um, when Mum died, she could only remember her hugging her, I think, three times in her life, you know.、Um, <laughs> and, and it's like, oh man, you know, that's.、Uh, Ah,、oh, that sucks. That sucks. Anyway,、um, sorry. <laughs> so、um, yeah, so I it, you mentioned uh,、um, uh, earlier on about Headspace, and、um, you know my my first um, uh, I think I think I've tried、um, I've tried to meditate before, um, uh, but the um, but the biggest、uh, the biggest challenge I think for Um, uh, for many people, well, certainly for myself, meditating、um, uh, was that you know it, it's just there's so much going on,、um, and and you know it, it's just seemed like the goal of meditation was to get to this place where、um, where you have complete peace and quiet, and you know you're 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 in charge of your brain, and and you know you can you can turn it on, you can turn it off, and so on. Um, and um,、uh, so I had tried meditation, and and you know, and and not been very successful in in the sense that、um, you know there's there's always seemed to be a new thought coming in, and you know different things happening, and 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 so it was just like ah、oh, you know meditation that's pretty that's not for me it's pretty pretty difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. I've got monkey brain on like twenty four seven. Exactly. Little, yeah, yeah. little monkey that you wind up with the symbols. Yeah. <laughs> That's my brain, <laughs> <laughs> and which which is which is amazing, you know, some of the time. But uh, um, um, but then you know, it's like when when you do want to turn it off, then it's like how the hell do you, how the hell do you do it? That's right. Yeah. Good question. Yeah, that's what I'm working on. <laughs> and and so I was、uh, I was with、uh, um, uh, a group down in Boulder. Um, and、uh, um, there's a group called Revolution Running that I used to train for.、Um, uh, they're one of the top running groups in、uh, Boulder, Denver area. And、um, a good friend of mine heads them up. And so I was、uh, I was working with them, and I was I had a runner that I was running with that one morning. And um, uh, and she said to me, um, um, like uh, Terry, um, I need to talk to you about this meditation app called Headspace. And I was like, Hmm, okay, tell me more. And so she she told me a bit about it, and and I was like, ah,、oh, this sounds really great. So it's a British guy,、uh, 
um, Andy Andy Puddicombe, um, and uh, um, you know he uh, uh, he went to do a sports science degree just like I did. Um, we actually went to the same university um, <laughs> back in back in England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, there's a lot of lot of uh, synergies here, but um, uh, yeah, we went to the same university back in England, and uh, um, not at the same time. I don't think he was there then, but uh, um, but then he he stopped partway through his degree course, and he went off to be trained as a Buddhist monk. Um, and yeah, and uh, um, and she said she just said, I, "I you should check it out. I think you'll love him." And so I came back that day and and downloaded the Headspace app and started um, the introductory series and and had a ten minute meditation. And <clears throat> excuse me, it was it was just there was something about him, and um, uh, but also that it was a guided meditation. So so he's guiding the meditation, and that made a huge difference for me um, because instead of me, um, you know, trying to keep track of what my brain's doing and and what the monkey's telling me, um, then uh, then I was actually listening to what he was suggesting, and so um, it was it was kind of like the difference between um, I was thinking about this. It's kind of like the difference between when you're learning to drive. It's kind of like the difference between having somebody in the car with you that is teaching you and trying to drive on your own. And you learn so much more because somebody else is directing you, somebody else is guiding you. Yeah, And I, I really felt the same with meditation, that, that somebody else has gone through this yeah. and understands what it's like and is taking the time to, um, to lead me, to teach me, um, to guide me. Um, and, um, and I just, I just loved it. And so I was like, okay. And then I became a subscriber. And, um, so Jackie and I every morning would, uh, um, would start our day with, uh, with a headspace meditation. And, um, and then, uh, I can't remember exactly how long it was, but, um, several months, I think into this, doing this on a daily basis, um, that, I just reached this place where I was in this meditation. Um, Andy was was not talking. It was a you know time of quiet, and my mind was quiet. I was like, oh. <laughs> 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 it's like, ah, oh. and and it was uh, amazing. I mean, I, I again, I can't remember if I ever told you this, but um, uh, but at some point in that peace and quiet and space um, in that meditation, then um, I, I got a message. I heard a voice. Um, and it was, uh, it was not a voice I recognized. Um, you know, initially I was kind of thinking, is that my dad? And I was like, no, no, it's okay. Let's just listen. <laughs> right. and, and, and the voice, the, the message was, um, you are going to do an app and you know exactly what to do. And that was all it said. And then it went back to quiet and then the meditation finished and, and, you know, we, we came out and I shared with Jackie and, and, and it was amazing because I had, um, you know, no conscious idea that I, I was going to do an app, um, right. but, but it was, it was like, as soon as I got that message, it was, it was almost like, um, whatever subconscious ideas I'd had, um, um it was like, it was like the tap would open, would open. Um, and that's how active acuity came to be born. Um, and, and so many times since then, then, uh, I've had, I've had messages or ideas that have come to me, um, 
when I've actually taken the time to stop and give myself the space and the time to do it. Um, and, and, and I think that's when magic happens, you know, um, and, and, you know, talk about a complete change when I was a young man, then it was like, I did not, I would do pretty much anything, um, to avoid kind of peace and quiet and reflection. Um, now it's like, I love reflection, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I love absolutely. reflection because, because it's then we get an opportunity to, uh, to think about how we can, um, how we can improve ourselves. Um, you know, so it, it's, it's kind of like, uh, um, you know, we're, we're both coaches, Aaron. And, and, and so it's like when, when you're working with an athlete, then, um, you know, it, it's not just about getting them to, you know, you can set a program um, and say, this is what you need to follow and, and it will have this impact on your um, cardiovascular system, on your musculoskeletal system and, you know, blood supply and everything else, um, the nervous system. But, um, but at the end of the day, it's like, you know, the, um, uh, you, it also helps to um, uh, going back to linking back to mindfulness, then it also helps to have um, uh, that kind of reflective piece. So, so what I love to do with my athletes is to um, is to give them time to reflect on on how they're doing, um, and then you know things like uh, um, you know following following somebody's training plan and and seeing what they're doing in terms of um, you know distance, time, pace, elevation gain, and that kind of thing is really interesting. But to some extent, um, the piece that I'm the most interested in is how they're feeling. You know what's what's happen what's happening emotionally? Um, are they are they happy doing what they're doing? Um, <laughs> and and exactly. you know it's so it's so important um, for uh, for us to and, and it kind of links back with what Brene Brown is saying. You know it, it's like you know we we can we can have all the money in the bank or you know we can have um, lots of material things, but but are we truly happy? Um, you know, yeah, and, and I think absolutely. it's, you know, maybe this is a time for us to, um, to be reflective and think about what makes us happy. Um, you know, what, absolutely. what is it? And, 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 you know, having, um, <laughs> having, you know, a, a healthcare system that, um, turns people away from hospitals because they haven't got insurance, um, and then they die, you know, that, that, that is not making me happy, you know, that, right. and, 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 you know, there's, there's lots of things that, um, I think, uh, um, you know, hopefully we get some kind of, uh, uh, people's revolution or something, you know, that, uh, um, that we, we need to change a lot of things. And, and it's, and it's not just about this country. I mean, it's about the world. Um, yep. Yep. you know, so, so, you know, my, my home country, England, you know, is, is doing, um, uh, they're not doing a lot of things right either. And, uh, um, you know, so there, there's, yeah, lots of, lots of, uh, um, lots of opportunity for change, as Brene says. Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, it's the first time that, you know, people in India have seen the Himalayas from their, their own towns because pollution is so far down and, you right. know, the, we see clearer waters and I mean, less smog, you know, LA is seeing sunrises it's never seen before. I mean, there's so many things right now that we can look at and say the world is actually, you know, it's, it's a good place right now. We're in a good place, even though, we, you know, we're, we're not doing our normal. I mean, none of us are, you know, right. but I mean, like, how do we, you know, adjust for that when we do get back to whatever it is, you know, after this, um, yeah. that's, you know, yeah. that's what we have to figure out is how do we sustain our, our planet and each other in a, you know, in a good way that we, uh, um, 
we uh, we don't hurt our earth or each other any further than we already have. Uh, right. But yeah. um, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, that was a beautiful quote. And I, I really appreciate you bringing that to us. Um, oh, well, the time, the timing, you know, I'm a, I'm a big believer in there's no such thing as coincidence, you know, that, that, you know, Brandon sent that to me. I mean, he, he had no idea I was doing a podcast with you and yeah. what we were going to be talking <laughs> about, but, but it's like, <laughs> what a great way to set things up, you know, that, that's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. No, it's I, like, yeah. you know, you, we just, we're talking about joy and, and, and finding joy. I mean, you know, my personal journey, um, you know, when I was, when I was young and running, um, mm. running was, uh, it was something that I strived for the competition, you know, to, to find success. That was, that was what I wanted that next step, that next step, um, you know, compete at the the top level of high school, compete at the top level of college, and then, you know, compete professionally. And then, you know, like it's not sustainable, you know, like, like I, I had a, really that's when I had to reflect and say, okay, yeah. I need to find, you know, happiness and joy in this. Cause I want it to continue in my life, but th- this is not sustainable. You know, I'm burning myself out mentally, physically. I just need to, I need to find the happiness in it. Um, your newest newsletter, it talks about like you know, a runner that was completely stressed out by running. If you want to touch on that for a second, I really enjoyed that story. Oh, you did. Oh, thank mm. you. Thank you. So, so yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it's funny how this happens. I mean, I don't know about you, but it's uh, um, uh, Aaron. But it's like whenever um, I mean, this newsletter—it's it's a monthly newsletter. Like it's uh, um, uh, it's a it's an organization I call the Positive Running Movement, um, and so the idea is that it's. Uh, um, it's an opportunity for for runners to to kind of share um, their positive stories, really. Um, and so, uh, once a month, I, I I do an interview with a runner um, and uh, um, ask them to share their story in terms of you know what what they enjoy about running and uh, uh, what they've learned and and kind of where running has taken them. And uh, um, and uh, so so yeah, the story. Um, uh, I and the, the the title is you know that. Uh, um, uh, run, running isn't always a stress reliever, um, right. and uh, um, you know the. Uh, of course, it, it it definitely can be, but uh, um, yeah, but certainly this this story. So it's, it's a running friend of ours um, here locally in Colorado, um, and you know she. Um, I've I've done many runs with her. She's uh, um, she's an amazing trailer mountain runner. Um, you know she she like enters races and wins her age group and and this kind of thing. She's uh, um, and she's a great um, great friend. Uh, and you know I knew she was running and it was actually Boston um, that she was going to be running. Um, and um, so she she comes and get a massage from from Jackie from my wife um, a few days before when she does a race. Um, and so, you know, she, uh, um, she knocked at the door, I went to the door and, uh, um, and, you know, I, I could tell as soon as she started communicating, <laughs> which comes, brings us back to the circle again. But, um, as soon as she started communicating, I could tell something wasn't right, you know, um, and, and she, I just asked her, you know, how she was feeling. And, and she said, you know, I, I, I'm not feeling great. You know, I, I feel pretty crap. And she said, you know, she just felt this kind of pressure on her chest. Um, and, and she said, I think I need to get to the doctors and get some medication. Um, <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I mean, that was her first. And, and then right. she was kind of thinking, well, you know, it's only a few days before race day. And, and you know, it, is this going to make sense? And so I was like, Come in and sit down. <laughs> and uh, um, so Jackie was getting the table and stuff ready, and uh, um, uh, and so so I said to her, you know, we we just kind of started talking, and and 
and it just kind of suddenly struck me. I was I was like, you know, when when was the um, when was the last time that you enjoyed a, a run? And and she just burst into tears. Um, and and I was like, yes, <laughs> I was like, yes, and because that that's always an indication for me um, um, that I'm that I'm helping in some way um, because we 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 tend to um, you know going back to my childhood then you know I was like a um, a, a cauldron you know like a pressure cooker um, but without a without a valve um, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> And so, so I, I know from my experience with working with working with people that it's like um, when when people cry, then that's very often um, a good sign for me in terms of their um, uh, they found a way to release something. It's nature's tears of nature's way of our releasing pent up emotions. Yeah, um, and you know, so we'll often see this at the end of a race, for example. You know, it's like somebody will be absolutely focused for twenty six point one five miles, and <laughs> whatever the distance is you know yeah. and and it's like the last <laughs> last 50 <laughs> yards or something it's like all of a sudden woof, yeah. woof, the water, water works open and, and, <laughs> and you know it's like your floods of tears and it's like where'd that come from and it's like well it's just just like that realization that you've you know whatever the goal was that you've you've, you've re reached it you know you've you've yeah. set it you set yourself up so so yeah with this runner then um once she once she started she she was able to share her tears then uh it was like okay th this is great and so um uh so we talked through um you know what's been happening for her in terms of her running and 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 it was just like she'd been so focused on the performance side of things um and she had in her mind setting a pr at boston um you know tons of pressure um <laughs> yeah. tons of stress and um and it was great because, you know, she was within a short period of time, um, you know, she was, I, I said, you know, when, tell me about what makes you happy when you run. And she just pretty much immediately came up with this, with this run down in the valley. And, and she's running, she's running country road. Um, she's running on past a field and she's got this brick, big brick silo. I guess it's an old grain silo or something like that. And, and somebody had painted a big flower on the side of this silo and and she said every time i run past it it just makes me happy you know it's like <laughs> this this is what i love about running and and it was amazing because she you know it was literally all of this took place in a few minutes um and and she she was like okay after this massage i'm gonna drive down to the valley i'm gonna go to this road i'm going to take a picture of this silo and i'm going to take this picture with me to boston and any mo any moment that i feel pressured stressed whatever i'm going to take this picture out and remind myself this yeah. is what makes me happy this is what gives me joy and <laughs> and and it was it was amazing because you know she went and had a massage with jackie and and she um she came up and we said goodbye and i said how do you how do you have how are you feeling and and she was like that pressure on my chest gone disappeared yeah and she she had she had an amazing run it wasn't her fastest run because it was it was a hot boston unfortunately that year um uh but she had you know a, a fantastic run she said it was the best um best you know marathon of her life and and so it but but that was yeah but yeah. that was all what was happening in terms of her head and the expectations 
Um, Absolutely. That we touched on earlier that uh, that she built up inside of herself, and um, we forget about the journey. We forget yeah. about the journey. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. the journey is. I mean, that's that's you know ninety nine percent of the the whole process. You know, is is the training leading up to this event. So you know, if we're not enjoying the journey you know, we're going to have probably, you know, admonish our, our destination, uh, right. you know, the, the, the race at the end. Um, yeah. So yeah. A, g- a great reminder, you know, just we have to enjoy the runs. And and I think that right now people are, um, they're having a hard time because, you know, trailheads are getting closed. Trails are being closed. Right. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not allowed to go, you know, to a lot of our, our quote unquote happy places. Uh, right. But, you right. know, it, it's, it, we, we still have to find joy. I mean, you know, a part of the joy is in running and part of the joy is in the, the locations we run. But, you know, there, we, we have to remember there, there are other places that we can we can find, we can go. Uh, you know, um, it's it's hard right now. I know we can't connect with a lot of our friends and, and go for runs with them. And, you know, so, um, but I mean, some people are being real creative. They're, uh, they're FaceTiming while they're running, you know, so they may be running in totally different areas, but they're FaceTiming each other, like either before the run, after run, or even during the run. Um, right. I told, I told a friend I would, I would virtually pace him. <laughs> like he could FaceTime me while he was doing a hundred miles and, and I would virtually pace him. Um, but I mean, Brilliant. like we have to, we have to figure out ways to make these connections and, and, you know, and keep, and keep joy in it um, as well as keep in, you know, enjoying the journey day after day. Um, otherwise we, we put those stresses and, and we make it that end result just seems unattainable because we've made it such, we've blown it out of proportion. And uh, I thought that was a great story to remind us of that. So thank you. Yeah. Um, oh, my, my pleasure. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, again, I'll put the the link in there so they can uh, they can you know sign up for the newsletter. So uh, yeah. thank you for putting out that content. Um, oh. You also do a, a, a video as well, a monthly video. Um, correct? You do a like a, a shareable video that uh, is like a happy uh, you know a content, isn't that uh, part of the the newsletter as well? There's a few things in your in your newsletter. Yeah, yeah. So in in the um, it's not it's not a video that I do, but it's a it's a video that I. I pull out of uh, um, pull out of the web somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, so so yeah. Actually, uh, um, uh, again, once I kind of set the uh, uh, the subject for the for the newsletter, then um, you know I always do a search for um, for videos that kind of link in with that, and uh, um, and sure enough, there was a uh, um, there was a BBC video back from back in England um, about stress. Um, and, and yeah, it was it was kind of oh, this is this is brilliant. This will fit in really nicely. And uh, um, yeah, it, it's uh, um, it's amazing. I mean, some of the videos that I found um, uh, have just been really inspirational. Um, and uh, um, yeah, that's another an- another kind of part of you know whenever I'm you, you mentioned intentions a few times, and uh, um, and and I think you know the. Um, uh, it's important to have intentions because um, when we set out, when we do, when we do something, um, set out with an intention in mind, um, then um, providence moves. And so, you know, with with that newsletter, then you know, I had no idea about that BBC video, and and um, but I I always set out with, I am going to find something that is going to fit in with this, mm. uh, and and sometimes it, it takes me like two minutes you know to find it. It, it it's it's other times it might make maybe five minutes but but i always find i always find something um and but i i love it because it's it's there's a magic involved that so so you create intentions and 
that opens the door for the possibility of magic happening. Um, That's awesome. You know, it, it, it's um, uh, it, it's just something that I've 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 kind of learned and recognised, and, and being being able to kind of reflect um, again, you know, has given me the opportunity to uh, to realise that. Um, yeah, if, if we're setting out with a, it, okay, maybe I need to make clear it's a good intention. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, obviously a difference. So, so if we set out with a good intention, um, then um, then certainly from my experience, then um, you know the, the the universe or whatever you want to call it um, um, will deliver. Um, and you know, it, it's just it's just like a um, a, a rule. You know, it's, it's kind of like gravity. Um, <laughs> you set out with a good intention. You have a good heart. Um, you know, it's something that is going to be um, uh, good and helpful and productive and supportive and loving for people. Um, and and magic will happen. You know, and and um, and yeah. I mean, the, the part of the beauty of that is, you know, who knows where that leads. Um, you know, when, when we started our journey from England to Colorado um, back in 2006, then it's like, you know, I, I, um, I, I had no real, I knew what trail running was in a way, but it's like, um, I didn't think it was for me necessarily. <laughs> and, uh, you know, here I am, you know, and we're eight years into the US trail running conference that I head up. And, and it's like, I, I had no idea, no idea, you know, whatever... Um, you know, I had I had lots of dreams, um, but the reality um, going out with that intention, the reality has far exceeded my my dreams. You know, my expectations. Absolutely. Um, Let, yeah. Let's talk about the conference for for a minute here. The uh, okay. Uh, so um, it, I've been to the conference. Uh, God, I think four four or five times now, maybe yeah. more. <laughs> yeah. uh, so um, you know, we've we've been to California. Usually, it's in Estes, as you said. Um, We've had some some great guest speakers uh, and some great themes for for each conference. Um, it's it's something I look forward to immensely. I get to see people I don't you know get to uh, see um, you know uh, other than at other. the conference, and and they've become yeah. some some great friends like Paul Gigliotti. He's yeah. you know, uh, it's so um, I've really enjoyed making connections there. Uh, Michelle Hartwig. Uh, yes. Her and I are going to um, talk together on the podcast. Um, oh, she's, cool. Yeah, she's wonderful. I love her. Uh, yeah. Craig Dornley, who many people will know from Western States. Um, yeah, just so many great people that have come to there. Uh, Billy Mills last year. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, just I, I've really enjoyed the diversity of, of guest speakers and, um, you know, uh, you know, a, a panelists, uh, the runners, Sage Candidate, Joe Gray, um, mm -hmm. you know, just some great people that have come through there. Um mm -hmm. So you've done a, a great job of, of finding this collection of, um, you know, diverse subjects, um, you know, diverse um, uh, uh, race directors and and runners. Um, and so I imagine, you know, when you set out, you had kind of this, you know, idea in mind. Has that, you know, gone beyond your expectations? Uh, has it come to fruition? Are there more that you'd like to do? Um, uh, talk about that oh. for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, definitely beyond expectations. Uh, yeah, I mean, we um, when when we first started, and uh, um, want to say a big uh, um, a big shout here for the American Trail Running Association, um, and uh, particularly my friend uh, my friend Nancy Hobbs, um, uh, Richard Bolt, Peter Maximo, and uh, Tate Pullman. Um, 
that uh, but Nancy in particular that uh, um, you know we've uh, we've been working working on this closely together um, ever since the beginning and you know back back at the beginning it was like let's let's just put this out there and see what happens and so the first one was very much um, a mixture of everything we had some stuff for race directors we had some stuff for trail runners um, and it was very much a kind of uh, putting our toe into the water um, and uh, see how the water felt and and it was uh, um, it was great but we you know um, as often happens you you learn a lot from making mistakes um, <laughs> you you kind of learn you understand uh, uh, that worked well that didn't work so well um, and now we have, uh, um, and I think it works really well that we split we split the conference up into segment for race directors specifically and a segment for trail runners specifically. Um, and yeah, beyond beyond expectations. And, and you know, last year um, it felt like a um, uh, quite a bold move to to come up with a theme um, about diversity and inclusion and um, trail running for everyone. Um, but but it, again, it was one of those situations where um, you know that that's that's the intention. You know, we we need to make this sport more diverse. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it's an amazing sport, and and a lot of people enjoy it. But not there, there's a lot of people who are enjoying it. They're not necessarily going to races. And so how how can we make those people that aren't being welcomed at races more welcome? Um, you know, so it goes back to. Brene again, you know, Brene Brown. And, and it's like, you know, that that was the normal. And so we, you know, we can either choose to continue doing the normal that we've been doing, or we need to start a new normal. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we need to get more women at races. We need to get, we need to make the world a safer place for women um, on the trails. Um, we need to welcome um, uh, African American, Latino, Asian American, Native American. Um, we need to welcome all of these groups that are, um, you know, massively underrepresented at races, um, and and to to make to make it a welcoming sport for anybody that wants to come. Um, and so we need to make changes. And so so yeah, it felt like a really bold move to to say this is going to be our theme. Um, but Aaron, you know, it's like the um, within a few weeks of putting the theme out there, um, you know, I had uh, um, I had multiple people connect with me um, and say and say thank you for <laughs> you know thank you for putting this out there um, and here is an idea of somebody you can connect with or here is an idea of an organization you can connect with. And, and the next thing I know, then it's like, you know, we're, um, uh, we have Maria from Latinos Run. Um, we had Christy um, uh, from Denver, Christy Peoples, and uh, um, from Black Women's Alliance. And, and you know, we got, um, next thing I know, we're, we're talking with, uh, um, uh, with Run Strong and Fox River um, uh, Sox about Billy Mills coming. And it's like, huh. And then next thing I know, you know, it's like I connect with a friend down in Denver and um, uh, and we're talking about um, starting the conference with a Native American opening ceremony. Um, you know, so it's like all of these things, you know, if 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 we hadn't set out with with the intention for this is the theme and this is what we're going to be covering, um, then, you know, none of this magic would have happened. Um, and and so, you know, this year, our theme is about uh, um, climate action. Um, 
and you know and sustainability and you know so again it just felt like that was uh, um, uh, a really important um, issue uh, that uh, that we need to face as well and and is another part of um, sustainability um, but uh, yeah I, I think I mean I'm I'm looking forward to expanding the content to also include um, more about covering w- what is going to be the new normal um, you know what what do we not want to go back to what is it that we want to include um, in the future of trail running what is it that we want trail running um, and trail races to uh, to cover you know and 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 again you know being welcoming being loving um, considerate for the environment considerate for each other um, and how is that going to work um, so yeah really really excited about this year and this year we're going to uh, Fayetteville in uh, Arkansas uh, and really thankful for the uh, uh, for the folks in Fayetteville for um, uh, for enabling us to uh, to go there, and really looking forward to uh, to working with them and having a great conference in partnership with them. That's uh, October twenty first. October twenty first to the twenty fourth. So twenty uh, first to the twenty third is the race director side of things, and uh, uh, then October twenty fourth is the trail runner day. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's USTrailRunningConference.com is the website, and uh, yeah, we really, really uh, am looking forward to. And we've uh, we've got um, up until up until COVID happened, we were doing pretty well on registrations, um, <laughs> and uh, but understandably things have gone yeah. a bit quiet for a while now. But right. um, um, but uh, I'll be looking to you know once we once we get some um, some kind of clarity in terms of. Uh, um, uh, a process for reopening things and um, then uh, um, yeah we can make some plans from there in terms of how to progress forwards um, but uh, yeah but I'm thankful the you know the conference is in October and not earlier um, so uh, um, yeah we should be uh, um, we should be clear and good to go although you know maybe maybe we'll have to make modifications in terms of how the um, how the conference operates and uh, um, uh, and you know whether social distancing is something we're going to have to consider at that point as well but um, we shall see I mean the great thing is that um, you know we're um, we're we're a, a band of brothers and sisters um, and uh, you know you mentioned uh, Michelle and and you know she's uh, it's been great to uh, um, to meet her and I'm really pleased that you're uh, having her on the podcast as well but um, you know we're um, one, one thing I've learned about trail running is that we're um, uh, we're an incredible community um, and you know so I, I I'm pretty confident that whatever we need to do um, um, to be safe yeah. and be loving, be loving to each other, but still, but still preserve our sport in maybe a different way than it has been. Um, then we'll work together to achieve that. So I'm really looking forward to it. Good, good. Yeah, that's like I said. It's been a phenomenal experience, and I encourage anybody that you know has the opportunity to to take advantage of it because it's you know there's such a, a great learning experience um, on multiple you know multiple fronts uh, from race directing to trail running. So. Um, and uh, again, I'll put the, the link in the, uh, the show notes so people can check that out. Yeah. Um, so uh, we, uh, we've talked numerous times about um, intention and we've, we've used that term quite a bit. So let's go back and talk a little bit about um, mindfulness. Um, first, first let's, uh, let's define mindfulness because obviously intention is part of both mindfulness and uh, meditation. So how would you define mind- mindfulness? Excuse me. Yeah, sure, sure. So, and the um, the way I think of it is uh, um, is just kind of a a moment by moment um, 
uh, awareness of our thoughts, our feelings, um, what our body's experiencing, but also what's happening around us. Um, so, so I, I don't think it's it, it's necessarily all about being kind of inwards and focused on ourselves. Um, uh, that it's also about um, what's happening around us too. So, um, so the you know that that first run um, uh, back when I was twenty eight, and uh, um, you know just kind of heading out the door and uh, um, rediscovering what running meant. Then, um, you know, I, I as I said, I remember really clearly about. Um, just being uh, so much aware of what was happening around me um, and uh, um, just being mindful of that. And so, um, yeah, that's, uh, I think that's, uh, um, uh, and it's also something, mindfulness is also something that I think is gentle and nurturing. Um, you know, it, it's not something that needs to or should be forced or um, aggressive. Um, and it's also about um, acceptance without judging as well. Um, so, so yeah, that kind of covers, uh, um, at least from my perspective, uh, um, everything that mindfulness is. Right on. So Ed, how does that relate to meditation? How would you relate yeah, that? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean the, um, so, so meditation I think is, is typically thought of as a practice where, um, uh, where you use a technique to, uh, to focus the mind on a particular, um, activity, um, thought, object, person, um, situation, um, and so it, it's really helpful to um, to be mindful um, as a part of meditation. It, it, it kind of they definitely go go hand in hand. I mean, there, there's definitely a a strong marriage there. Mm. So yeah, you're you're setting your intention, right? You're you're that, like we were talking about earlier. Um, what is your intention for meditating um, or being mindful? You're trying to um, be aware of something in your life. Um, I guess that's the the way of putting it, like you were saying. Um, so, um, like, it's it's a it's a quiet time, right? So, right. Um, uh, inflection. Um, you're you're kind of reflecting and uh, yeah. letting your thoughts kind of go. Um, yeah, so, yeah. a lot of times. Um, we're we're closing our eyes to do so because we want to uh, we want to kind of not be as distracted, right? right. Um, but we but we have distractions. So how do we deal with those while we're trying to be mindful or meditating? Ooh, ooh, okay. So um, is is this? Do you want to link this in with kind of um, uh, thoughts that come in with yeah, meditating? Yeah, is that what absolutely. You're yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So um, I really like. Um, uh, and I think I think this might have come from Headspace that um, uh, I really like the uh, uh, the concept of thinking about thoughts as watching clouds, mm. and so so I I I, I, don't, I don't know if this is something uh, um, that people have ever done, but it's like uh, um, back in England once I became uh, um, once I did become more mindful that it was uh, uh, um, I used to love just uh, um, just kind of laying back on a um, on a hillside or a piece of grass or something, and just looking up at the sky and just watching, um, and uh, and so yeah, from a meditation perspective, then um, uh, I think it was Andy Puddicombe that said that uh, um, you know you can think of thoughts as like clouds that that come into your vision, um, and but but then you know the you can just watch the clouds, you can just choose to watch the clouds. So it's like okay, oh yeah. There's a there's a cloud. There's a thought. Um, acknowledge it's there, and and then thank you for coming in, and 
you can you can now leave yeah and <laughs> and that's um uh that's again i think a really kind of a, a, a mindful situation and then but of course the te- technique then is um you know very often with with thoughts whenever a thought arrives um then there's usually some kind of response that's elicited so um so we're yeah we either we either get some kind of emotional response or maybe a physical response depending on what the thought is um and so again the idea is to kind of be um, be aware that that is happening and okay that's a thought I can let this go, you know, and and it's like the the other thing that I love to do sometimes is is depending on what the thoughts are, um, that you know sometimes how you're looking at clouds and and they barely moving, yeah, yeah. so they're, yeah. they're moving really really slowly. Right. So what I what I like to imagine sometimes is if it's a thought that um, that I would like to get rid of perhaps a little more quickly, um, is is to just imagine a breeze comes along, <laughs> it pushes it. That, g- g- that gently gently pushes it out of my vision um, nice. and and so yeah yeah uh, but it, again it's like you don't want a category five hurricane to come along and you know that's that's kind of more aggressive but but just uh, <laughs> just a nice nice gentle nudge and and yeah. yeah yeah so that that's that's you know that's um uh it it's it's a um it's a technique i mean it, it, it kind of uh, um when i first started and meditating, I'll, I'll be honest. You know, it was it was like shit. You know, this is not for me. You know, th- th- I'm a bit, bit like you, kind of. My monkey brain is going nineteen to a dozen, and and um, and I, you know, how do I turn this off? And um, <laughs> but but then it, it's uh, once once you learn, it's kind of like bi- riding a bike. You know, once you learn the technique. Um, and once you get comfortable and confident and feel good with it, then um, then it's like you know you can you can do this when whenever you want, you know it's it's if if you're um, you know if, if you're having a really stressful day, um, then it can be a really good thing to just um, you know and, and it only needs you know five minutes um, to, to take yourself out of whatever that stress, stress, stressful situation is. And then, um, to, uh, to get to a place where you can, um, you can meditate and you can, yeah, um, you can clear your, um, clear your thoughts of whatever it was that was, uh, um, that was monkeying around with you. <laughs> the, uh, and the, the video that you referenced about the clouds in, in, in Headspace, um, that's actually free to, to everyone right now. They have a, a little section called Weathering the Storm. Oh, um, cool. And uh, so anybody that goes onto the app right now can actually see what Terry's talking about. There's a little video that talks about how we see these clouds and how we, um, you know, we acknowledge that they're there, but they, we watch them move on and kind of clear the thought. Um, right. So oh, thank you. Cool. Um, hey, good stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> and uh, so for, for those that haven't, um, you know, uh, this, this has taken me a while. I, I, I went after it, um, you know, probably two years ago to try to be more cognizant, um, you know, be a little bit more mindful and, and try to set intention and be more meditative. But um, I, I, my, you know, my, um, as I sat, I couldn't, I couldn't quiet my brain. So how, how do we start people off? Like what's, what's, like, well, let's set up a scenario. What's the best case scenario like that 
people are going to find success, um, perhaps the environment around us or a certain time of day, um, you know, some things like that, that we can kind of set people up for, you know, the best success in, in finding, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, that's a great question, Aaron. Um, and the you know, I think from uh, from my own experience and and from you know what what you said and other people have said as well. Then I th I think starting off the day um, is is a really good um, meditation. Um, you know, first thing in the morning um, is a really good thing to do. And and you know, I um, uh, I often do this um uh, so it's like typically i'll wake up before my wife and so i'll lie in bed and and literally just take some time to as you said create create intentions focus um focus on something um and not that my mind is usually really monkeyish first thing in the morning anymore <laughs> um but it does seem to be a really good time for for that to happen um and you know that the it, it's kind of like you know a um, a really good day for me is typically um, starts off with a meditation and then um, you know it's like the the rest of the house so Jackie will wake up uh, um, Coco will wake up and uh, <laughs> a, a dog and uh, um, and we'll kind of start the day um, uh, but then it's it's almost kind of like the uh, um, uh, one of the next things I want to do in terms of uh, um, meditation to some extent is go for a run. Um, and, you know, that that kind of those two things together are kind of the key elements that really um, set me up for a good day. Um, you know, so so today has been a good day, you know, in yeah. um, in the sense that I did meditate this morning and, and then I did go for a run and, uh, uh, you know, it's been, um, been a beautiful morning. We took Coco with us and, um, you know, running in, uh, um, Hermit Park opposite where we live here. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it, I mean, it's, it's just beautiful areas, as you know, I mean, it's, oh, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, uh, it's a really, we, we're very, very fortunate to, uh, um, to be able yeah, to be that's, that's, uh, Hermit Park, like I was just there in October uh, for the uh, trail running conference, and um, Terry set us up in a uh, uh, Airbnb kind of across the street from this park, Hermit Park, that, which he's talking about. And there's uh, some wonderful trails, and we were just so fortunate to have a, a, a brief snowfall, and oh, yeah. uh, the aspens <laughs> were just letting go of their of their leaves. And uh, I, I took a picture. I think I posted on on Facebook or Instagram or one of those because the sunlight hitting the snow through the trees with the golden leaves on top of the eyes uh, just it blew me away. I was oh my gosh! It was one of those you know pictures that you frame in your mind. We talked about yeah. happy places earlier. That's that's yes. definitely like one of those images I recall. Just kind of puts me at ease. Um, just, yeah. uh, the, the mental imagery that provided, uh, I was, I mean, so yes, Terry is, is so fortunate to have some of the, the trails around him, uh, that he does have, um, you know, I, I don't envy some of the weather that you have, but, we had 18 inches of snow last Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but yeah, going going back to your question about how um, how people can uh, can can help themselves in terms of meditation, then um, I I really think um, uh, using a guided imagery app um, made made a huge difference to me. I mean, it's like I've I've been attempting to meditate on and off for years, yeah. um, and and then Headspace came along, 
Um, and you know, I got turned onto that, and and it just made so much difference. I think I think it's it's a kind of like the difference between um, uh, running with a coach and without a coach. You know, it, it it's kind of like if you if you have somebody guiding you, not that you need necessarily need to do that um, uh, forever. Um, but it's a really good way of, of getting introduced to, to meditation and, and, and Headspace. I'm, it's, it, Headspace has been my only experience of a, a guided meditation app, but I know there are others out there that, that people are really enjoying too. Um, uh, but I, I think, you know, Headspace, I'm not sure if it was the first, but, um, um, but it, it's certainly, a, you know, kind of a market leader. Um, yeah. and, well, I, um, I also like the fact that they now have a female voice, um, when I first oh. tried, it was just, it was just Andy. Just um, Andy. Okay. Yeah. And, um, it, a lot of times, um, you know, if, and when I was trying to meditate, this is previously, um, I, you know, when my monkey brain is, is going, 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 and then I sit down, especially if it's late in the day and try yeah. to meditate, I, a lot of times fall asleep. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, yes. and Andy, when he would pop back on, it would just make me, you know, woo! It just scared me, you know, it popped me back awake. And I, I don't know why it's just his voice, but uh, the woman's voice, um, I find her a little bit uh, easier for me. I don't, Easy. I don't have right. troubles falling asleep, even if it's later in the day. Um, right. Which, well, they do have um, the sleep meditations that help you fall asleep. But I mean, when you're when you're in more of the intentional meditations, um, I find myself a little bit more consistent, or I'm I'm not feeling sleepy or, or drowsy or anything. I feel like I, I'm more attentive to myself and aware of of everything you know around me a little bit better. Um, right. But I also find that I need to. Um, either a do it before my household wakes up. Um, yeah. because once my household yep. is up, I, I have the hardest time kind of sinking my attention to, you know, to the, the meditation. Um, my oh, wife right. came downstairs and was like trying to make breakfast the other day. And I had, like, I was trying to, Oh yeah, she's making breakfast and like trying to let it go. But I could not, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't stay in the moment. Um, yeah. So, you know, finding a quiet time or a quiet space, um, right. you know, that, that's definitely, and I liked how you said, you know, going out for a run is, is meditative. I find that as well. Um, because it's, it's such a, a different, um, and, and interesting way to relieve the brain. Um, you know, maybe you can talk on that for a second because, um, when we're running, we're obviously we're, we can be so distracted by everything around us, but, um, yeah. why don't you talk about that for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so so meditation while running. I in the um, so obviously we don't want to do this with our eyes closed. Um, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Or if you do want to do that, then make sure you have a guide with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in, in which case, we'll mention uh, we'll mention Kyle. Kyle and, uh, <laughs> running his right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, okay. Um, so I'm meditation while running. So. Um, uh, and we, so I, I do training camps here, um, in Estes park and, uh, um, we, we do, uh, a short meditation before we do every run. Um, and so, but, but part of that is about setting the intention for the run. So, so we might be working on something specific, um, in terms of the group. So it might be something like cadence. It might be something like breathing. Um, uh, it might be something like forward lean and posture um it might be something like thinking tall um uh it might be something um like uh or oh, breathing i would mentioned that already yeah. um so um so we um 
we 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 get everybody as a group together um, at the trailhead um, and uh, um, and spend a short period of time medit- meditating specifically about the intention for the run. Um, the other thing that we do is we we focus on um, something that we're grateful for in this moment. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing we do is uh, um, is we touch the earth. Um, so we literally get down on our hands and knees and and put our hands, touch the earth. Um, and then we give thanks for the opportunity to run on this beautiful trail, um, that somebody has created this trail for us. Um, if it was man-made, then it might have been an old hunting trail at one point. And so we can also give thanks for um, those people that used to hunt and the animals that were there and, and so on. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And um, uh, so we do that and then we go out and run. Um, and so then on the run, then it's, it's not, um, um, it's not necessarily that your um, kind of your entire focus is spent on, um, cadence. So, so what we encourage people to do is to kind of uh, um, is to spend maybe um, some time focusing on cadence, especially if it's um, uh, a, a technical trail. Then, then something like cadence. Then um, uh, on the more technical piece, we'd we'd say, okay, let's just run through this bit, and then when it's maybe smoother, um, less technical, then it's like, I'm okay, now, now let's check in. Let's check in on cadence, or let's check in on breathing. Or let's check in on posture, um, and so it's not kind of quite like um, uh, a meditation when we're when we're not running, um, um, and uh, you know, kind of relaxing on our living room floor. So um, it, it's a different kind of experience, but um, um, but it's also an opportunity again because inevitably, even when um, even when we're on a run, we're still getting distractions. Um, we're still getting. You know, maybe thoughts coming in that we don't necessarily want to focus on at that time. So, so we can also use it as an opportunity to um, to again think of how we can uh, um, how we can uh, keep our focus on be mindful in the moment in terms of what we want to to what's our intention for this particular for this particular run for this particular time. Um, and so, it's a good opportunity to to learn how to um, uh, how to manage that as well. Well, and let's let's talk about the breath. You, you know, it, you mentioned the breath a few times there. Um, even when we're yeah. just sitting, uh, a lot of times Headspace goes into talking about the breath and focusing on the breath. Now, it's it's not actually the the, the action of breathing, but the rhythm of the breath that you're paying attention to. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. And uh, um, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, wh- one of the things that, that I love to do in terms of uh, uh, breathing and this, and this kind of ties into, uh, uh, to imagination um, and, and, you know, the imagination, our imagination is, is just incredibly, uh, incredibly powerful. You know, I mean, who, who'd have thought that, um, you know, a, if, if you thought like 10 years ago that you and I would be having, you know, a podcast and, and, you know, you're, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in another state and I'm in Colorado and it's, it's like, Whoa, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> you know, but, but, but the, um, but the beauty of it is that somebody imagined it before it happened. Yeah. Um, and, and so, so if anything that we've created as a species, um, um, that somebody imagined it first, and so so our imagination is just in, in, incredibly powerful. 
Um, uh, and so what I love doing, I mean, this is a personal thing for me in terms of breathing, um, but what I love doing in terms of the rhythm is, is just to um, focus on my breathing and then I just imagine the breath flowing into my lungs and, and then that's the, first, that's the first one. And then the second one is it gets deeper. I'd imagine the breath getting deeper into my lungs. Yeah. And then it gets right down to, to the cells where actually the oxygen transfer is happening. Um, and so over a sequence of breaths, then I can end up, I can start off with just getting breath into my lungs and then finish up with oxygenated blood is getting down to my toes and my hands. And, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, like, oh, yeah. it's, it's kind of like a yeah. sequence. Yeah. Right. Kind of like yeah. a sequence. A sequence and and so there's a um because at the same time this rhythm is happening then it just gets it, it's just a kind of beautiful um beautiful rhythmic experience um it's, it's kind of like dancing inside your body but without move but without moving <laughs> right <laughs> right i have the imagery of uh the um those old videos we used to watch in in health class of the uh you could see the arrows pointing down the uh the, the nasal oh. passage <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's oh what comes into my mind sometimes when i'm, I'm meditating is i've got this you know horrible uh uh film you know the the old projectors with the uh the reels you know the yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I yeah. see that in my head sometimes of the uh, of the breathing. So that then I have to clear my head. I'm like, I don't want to vision that. I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about health class. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's no. not a not a good mental imagery for for <laughs> for meditation. But uh, yeah, health class. Oh, nightmares. Um, yes, but um, what Luckily what is Things have moved on from there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. God they've evolved. Um, so. Um, what is what does breathing do? What you know, like what uh, what what benefit are we getting from, from concentrating on the breath? What is it doing for our mind and body? Yeah, so I I think um, uh, for me, one of the important things is that you know because breathing is automatic, um, that it um, yeah it, it helps to bring me back for to. Um, uh, to being thankful, you know, so it's, it's like every, um, every single breath, um, keeps us alive. And, you know, so it's like with, with, without it, you know, it's like, I can hold my breath for a little bit of time, but um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not for that long. Um, and so, so yeah, for it, it, in terms of being mindful, then, um, it just kind of really connects me with, uh, um, uh, with this, with this world, you know, with, uh, um, you know, that, that my mum and dad, you know, God bless them talking about them earlier, that, um, it's like they, um, they created me, you know, and, 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 you know, that in itself is a miracle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and, and here I am, you know, 60, six years later and I'm, and I'm still a miracle. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, and, and so, so I think the breathing part is just really, um, it's just really important, but the, um, uh, but I guess the um, uh, in, in terms of breathing, then you know one of the best ways we um, one of the best mechanisms we have for stress relief um, is just to breathe um, and just to you know take some really big deep belly breaths and then and let it go and, and you know it, it's just 
such a great um, uh, stress relief for us. It also reduces, you know, uh, blood pressure, heart rate. Um, uh, it just calms down, you know, the, the production of uh, um, um, stress hormones is reduced, you know, when we, when we practice deep breathing. So it, it's like, you know, on a whole number of levels, it's, it's just really good, um, really good medicine, really good juju. Um, and, <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a really good reason why uh, um, a lot of meditation um, involves focusing on the breath. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. Just back home a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like any other times you recommend using mindful breathing? Um, you know, obviously you talked about being stressed and such, but um yeah. you know, is there any other times you can think of that it'd be a good thing to uh to take a mindful breath? Yeah, yeah. So I, I often find myself doing it um uh in a situation where maybe um uh, maybe I'm I'm working with a situation where um, um, there's some um, negative energy um, coming the other way, um, and and of course what can often happen is is if we um, if we have a response coming at us, um, um, then our, our kind of natural response sometimes is just to kick back. Yeah, so we're so we're hit back in some way. Um, and so what I found is that if I, if I pause, take a breath before I respond, then it actually helps me to be more mindful in terms of how I respond. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, of course, you know, going back, <laughs> going back to Brene again and, uh, um, and how things were before, I mean, that, that list of things that were normal, um, you know, are all things that we've, we've been surrounded by um constantly yeah. and you know so 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 yeah i mean i bet i bet Brene before she uh, before she thought about that probably took a deep breath <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah absolutely I, I do it before i sit down on my computer yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. you know just kind of reset if you will reset. um yeah. you know just yeah. uh before I, I i start typing an email um, especially if it's in response to something, um, you know, I, I want to make sure that I give myself a moment, you know, that I don't let emotion, um, kind of gunk up what I'm about to do. Um, right. you know, right. and so, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause otherwise, otherwise we stand the risk of monkeying up our response, you know, that's and, right. That's right. And, and yep. of course, I'm, we're responding to somebody else's response. Yep. And and if and if our response is mirroring their response, then you know all we're going to get back is more of the same. Yep. So so yeah, it, it's uh, yeah, it, it's that's a great technique. I love that. Thank you. Um, so um, yeah, it, you you kind of gave us a, a simple just you know inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. Um, right. There's a, a lot of techniques out there um for for different mindful mindful breath can you run us through just a simple exercise maybe something we could do in the morning um just to kind of set ourselves up um you know relax ourselves a little bit before uh, we yeah. get going yeah 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 absolutely so so this is um uh I, you you mentioned active acuity and uh, um uh the app so the i mean this this technique is something i use within within active acuity within the guided imagery sessions that we have there 
um, and uh, um, and also in the um, in the new program um, as well, runner's mindset. But um, so so yeah, this is. Uh, do you actually want me to to run through the run through the process? So sure, can, yeah, if you don't mind, yeah, yeah. Phys- physically demonstrate. Okay, so um, so fir- first thing is to I, I really recommend taking three big deep belly breaths. Yeah, so it really fill up your lungs, get get the belly working, and so we will take one. So, and then hold it for a couple of seconds and exhale, and we'll do two more, and in, and hold and exhale. And we'll do one more. And in. And hold and exhale. Oh, that's a good Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you could feel everything just kind of loosen. You know, that's, that's, that's what I love about it. You can feel that, like all your muscles just kind of, whoa. <laughs> they do, don't they? They do. They do. And, and so, so in the guided imagery session, then we move into um, to ordinary breathing, but then we start to focus on the breathing and, and do some breath counts and that kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it, it's just so, uh, just so relaxing. Um, it's just a, a, a great, um, a great way to, um, yeah, to get yourself ready, get yourself prepared, get yourself set up for um, pretty much anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How often should we practice um, both meditation, breathing, all that? Um, you know, is there something you recommend? Well, I, I think um, um, in terms of um, being mindful and, and, and meditating, then, um, you know, it, it's just, I, I think of it just like physical exercise. Um, so, you know, I, I, do, um, I do some physical exercise. I don't necessarily run every day. Um, right now, I'm probably only running four days a week, but um, uh, but I'm doing some kind of exercise every day, um, uh, whether it's you know playing with Coco or running after Jackie or you know whatever. Um, <laughs> and uh, um, uh, and and I think meditation um, uh, certainly you know the the, the most. Um, the most gains I've had in terms of meditation of, is when I've been consistent, um, you know, just like physical activity, just like training. Um, and so, um, yeah, so, I mean, a daily, um, a daily meditation, um, you know, even if it's only, um, you know, 10 minutes every day, um, uh, I think is a, is a great way to, and, and again, going back to, you know, maybe start of the day um, is a great way to set you up. Um, so I think definitely consistency in terms of breathing, um, then, you know, there's, uh, um, there's multiple times, um, that I do this during a day, um, and just focus on my breathing and do some of the, those deep breathing exercises. And, and then, um, sometimes I'll also, I, Jackie comes out sometimes and, uh, um, you know, she'll say, uh, you asleep again. It's like, you know, haven't you got anything to do? <laughs> It's like I'm not I'm not asleep. I just got my eyes closed because I'm I'm just focusing on my breathing right now. You know, it's like I'm just having a breath meditation, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, but it, it's funny. I I I, I was going to mention this when you when you mentioned it, but the, um, um, I just thought of it again now that uh, um, when you were talking about trying to meditate while your wife is making breakfast, mm-hmm. it it's like 
it would be okay if she was making breakfast without the smells. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> this one yeah. smells right. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're, was, you're toast. You're yeah, toast. It, I know. Yeah. yeah, you could you could be aware aware of the uh, the smells, but uh, I I seem to become too too aware. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, and, and that's that, you know I I don't know about you, but it's one of the hardest physical responses I find to turn off. Um, yeah. Is is if you're hungry and you smell food, you know, even if even if it's just a piece of toast, you know, I mean, even that has an aroma, and as soon as the aroma lands in your body. Then it's like your stomach, your yeah. stomach will kick in, okay. and it's like, well, okay, that, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so um, I'm actually I did your last um, video series um, that you know you put on, and um, you talked in there uh, about journaling. Um, yes, 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 yes. Um, let's talk about journaling a little bit. Um, how can yeah. that help us in our in our mindfulness journey? Yeah, so um, uh, I was I was thinking about um, um, maybe journaling specifically from a uh, um, from a running perspective. Mm-hmm. So so I know a lot of runners, you know, keep journals or logs um, in terms of their uh, their running training, um, and you know something that in terms of being mindful, something that I think really helps. Um, is to have a record not only of how far you've gone, um, what distance you covered, what time, and so on, um, but also is to, and I think we touched on this earlier maybe, that um, to also record how you are feeling emotionally. You know, so, so it's like if you have two weeks of your log and every run says, I'm feeling tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and there's, a me- there's a message there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If 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 a you know a sequence of runs um, that you normally do um, and normally is like takes you to a happy place and it's not taking you to a happy place, um, then that's an opportunity with a journal where you keep you know, the the emotional part and how you're feeling. Um, then that's an opportunity to be more mindful about what it is that you're doing, um, because we're we're only productive. Um, when when we are happy and joyful and as much as we can in the moment yeah um so if we if we're not being in that place then we're probably not being productive with our with our training in which case why are we doing what we're doing because otherwise we're just following it for the sake of following it um yeah um and so i think that's a really important piece of uh, um uh, for us as runners um, to uh, to keep a journal of, of how we're actually feeling, um, and uh, yeah, the the emotions, you know. So so it it's like, you know, with uh, um, for me this morning, then um, you know, it was uh, um, with Coco and Jackie. Then um, it's like you know, Coco was uh, we were on a on the dirt road that goes through Hermit Park. Yeah. Um, so we had to keep Coco on the lead, um, and so it was Jackie's Jackie's turn she volunteered to uh, <laughs> to to do the lead and uh, um but of course coco inevitably he's a dog he stops and sniffs you know on a regular basis and and so it but it was it was it was great because rather than see it as a um you know for me uh it was like um uh rather than see it as a um, a, a moment where uh, this is interrupting my run then it's like I, I found myself, I was starting to think about, I wonder what he's smelling. Yeah. And, and then my imagination started. So it's like every time, he's, every time he stopped, it was then an opportunity to think about, 
huh, that was a coyote. Huh. And it's like, then it was, then it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Bears are probably up now. Um, so it's like, you know, maybe, maybe that's a bear pee there or something, you know, do you oh, yeah. know what I mean? So, oh, yeah. so it's, it, it, so it, it's, then it becomes, um, uh, it becomes a kind of really, uh, joyful, I almost want to say like childlike experience, you know, yeah. so it, yeah. it's like that, that kind of wonder of, you know, what's going on in our world, you know? Um, how does how does how does this work? How does that smell? Um, what does that taste like? Um, you know, what what does it feel like to run naked through the rain? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always, you have to remember dogs. You know, like I was talking with one of my runners the other day about she was running with their dog and she's like, I don't know what was wrong with him today. I said, Well, you have to remember, dogs don't always have good days either. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so I mean, we have to be, uh, you know, uh, mindful of our, our mindful, our, our, yeah, of our companions. Um, yeah. You know, they they may not want to. You you got to listen to them if they're barking at you a ton or stopping a bunch. It may not be the day that they want to run. So I mean, you know, as much as you want them with you, sometimes they're just you know they're just not ready to go. Um, but um, let's talk about your new video series that's coming out. You called it um, the Runner's Mindset, correct? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called called Runner's Mindset. So um, so it actually uh, um, we I, I, I was w- developed um, uh, this particular program last year. Um, and, uh, I did, um, like a soft launch with, uh, with vacation races. So we had 250 runners, um, go through this program last year. Um, and I, I called it race mindset. And so the idea is that it, it, it helps, helps runners get prepared for a, a race or an event they have coming up. Okay. Um, and it actually starts 25 days before race date. Um, so it kind of starts before your taper. Um, but then it carries through and, and finishes off literally just a few days before uh, before race day, um, and it's the um, it's the same same kind of concept as the series that you did. So the one you did was probably kickstart my running. Yep. Um, I think in twenty one days. Yeah. Yep. Um, so it, it's the same kind of concept. It's uh, um, effectively twenty one days um, of of guided imagery sessions. And each session has a specific subject, um, and the the idea is to really get people um, uh, connected with being mindful, um, <laughs> yeah, and but looking looking at things from a different perspective. So so the first one I do is is imagination. The second one is focus. The third one is about thoughts become things, and so on. Um, and so. Having did a soft launch last year, I was going to do a, a hard launch this year, but then we got no races. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, ah, damn it! So, <laughs> like, so like, I'm thinking, okay, so I've got, I've got this concept. Um, so I've done a pivot, and so I, I created a program called Runner's Mindset. Um, so it works on the same kind of basis, but um, but instead, kind of what the focus is instead of a race then what I'm encouraging runners to do is to kind of take a different perspective on what's happening right now. Um, so, so what you mentioned earlier about, you know, okay, I can't run with my training group anymore. Um, uh, maybe I can't go to the trailhead that I really love because it's closed right now. Um, you know, so, so there's all these restrictions, but then, um, but then of course, what you also mentioned is there's also lots more possibilities um, as well. So, so how, how encouraging runners to, to maybe take a different perspective, um, on themselves, um, and the situation, um, but also to, 
um, you know, a kind of a bit like um, uh, a bit like the meditation piece, you know. So it's like um, the the whole kind of reason for the program is that I'm 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 hopeful that we can we can help guide people, um, guide runners um, to um, uh, to maybe focus on um, the more um, intrinsic rewards of running. Um, so rather than be focused on a race and the medal and the t-shirt and <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and and the you know the, the the your name on the results or whatever whatever the um, whatever the extrinsic reward is to, to be more focused on it, on the intrinsic things about running um, and then you know what makes them happy what gives them joy um, uh, what helps them build confidence um, what what makes them uh, what makes them what takes them to a place where um, uh, where they have an out of body experience or you know something like this um, and so so that's what the program is um, uh, is all about and uh, registration actually opens on Thursday um, this week um, and Which is uh, April twenty third twenty third. Yeah. Which just happens to be St George's Day back in England, but that will probably be nothing. <laughs> um, but <laughs> and uh, but he was famous for slaying a dragon, but, but that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> and uh, the the program itself will actually start May the first. Okay. Um, uh, but if you don't register, if you don't register before May the first, then you know you register May the fifth, and then the program will start May the sixth for you. So, on. Um, gotcha. so every everybody, whenever they register, gets the full twenty one days. Um, there's also an introductory video, um, and then a survey um, survey at the end of it. All right. Um, well, we'll try to get this podcast out on on Thursday, so that oh, we'll cool. be in time with your your uh, your opening day for registration so um, that would be, <laughs> be a good time but no yeah. pressure no pressure don't want you to <laughs> ah! <laughs> let me take a deep breath yeah yes <laughs> and um uh, and the cost the cost is 15 dollars um uh, per runner um so so hopefully it's affordable for folks and uh, um that's certainly the feedback we got on the program from last year um and um yeah it it's uh, there's a video each day um and uh, the video runs through a specific mindset activity, um, which, of course, is all focused on positive thinking, um, positive imagery. And uh, uh, so those 21 days, you know, kind of build, um, build on themselves. And, uh, um, and, you know, we've had some really good feedback from, um, from folks that have uh, been through the program for, for race mindset. And uh, um, so we're, yeah, very excited about runner's mindset. And, uh, um, um, yeah, hope, uh, hope, hope many folks, uh, uh, register. And then, um, we'd also love to, uh, um, hear from folks that do, um, how, how we could potentially improve the program. Um, uh, one other thing that I've done since the, uh, since the program that you went through, Aaron, is, uh, um, uh, part of the program is a downloadable workbook that you can print off, um, and so we thought that's a really useful kind of a, a tool to help people um, after they've done each session to make some notes. And so we give some um, we give some specific tips and pointers. Um, and uh, and then, you know, that journal then creates something which the runners can refer back to kind of like the uh, the picture of the uh, silo um, that I mentioned with, with our running friend earlier. Um, you know, it, it's good to have. Um, uh, a kind of memory that you can go back to, and and so you can go back to okay, what, what you know, what, 
why when did i last feel happy <laughs> <What makes me? laughs> that's on your website that's also available um, on your website well the uh, the workbook comes with the program um so um so yeah the uh, um actually I, I guess i could put it on the website as well but uh, um yeah that would be uh, that'd probably be a good idea and registration is available through your website as well Registration is available through the website, and uh, um, there, there's uh, registration links on the web page, which uh, um, I can share with you. But uh, uh, and you, you can share with your with your listeners too. But uh, um, yeah, the uh, uh, the link on the web page isn't going to be active until April twenty third. So, okay, all right. And then yeah. give us uh, give us your app, your uh, website one more time. Uh, okay, so the website is activeacuity.com, um, and it's a c t i v acuity.com and then on the menu there's uh, um, uh, uh, mindset programs and then under mindset programs is runner's mindset perfect and so that, that's where they can find details excellent and if somebody wants to reach out to you what's what's the best way to get a hold of you so the best way to get hold of me um email is uh, terry t-e-r-r-y at active at altitude.com so that's all spelt out so A-C-T-I-V-E A-T altitude.com. Um and uh, your, uh, are you on socials? On socials, yes, yes. So uh, um Facebook, we have an active at altitude.com um uh Facebook page, but uh, but my personal page is just Terry Terry Chiplin. Um and uh I don't think there's too many of those on Facebook, so it's pretty <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Terry, I really sincerely, you know, thank you uh, for, for everything today, for your sharing and for, um, you know, your knowledge and for your friendship and, uh, and all the time you shared with us. Uh, sincerely, thank you, my friend. Uh, Aaron, thank, thank you so much, too. It's been, uh, been a pleasure to spend this time with you. Um, I'm so glad that, uh, that I get to see your face as well. It's uh, absolutely. Uh, yes. I, I know the podcast, they won't get to see your face, but, uh, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm honored to do that. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, um, to seeing you in October and, yes. uh, um, uh, working with you and, uh, um, yeah, let's, uh, um, let's get out there and change this world, Aaron. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend. Okay. Thank you. Take care, Aaron. What a great program. Um, Terry, again, thank you, my friend, for, for everything, for your open and honest um, approach to life, um, for being so vulnerable and, and allowing us in. Um, thank you for your time. Um, we went a lot longer than we had anticipated, and um, I really enjoyed the conversation. Um, really meant a lot. I learned a lot. Um, you know, I'm, I'm on my own journey. I hope you'll, you'll start your own journey, too. Um, find intention. Find purpose. Um, you know, kind of frame yourself, uh, take a moment before you, you get into an action and just take a breath, um, release some stress, uh, put yourself in, in the right, uh, mindset to, uh, to tackle whatever task you have at hand. Um, you know, Terry's got a lot going on. I'm going to post all the stuff in the show notes, um, from the, uh, the trail running conference to the new runner's mindset program, um, his new app, his running camps, uh, and then where you can sign up for his newsletter. Um, along with how you can contact Terry, uh, he's fantastic. I, I, you know, I, I hope you guys will get involved and, uh, and reach out to Terry and, and thank him for his time here on the program. Um, uh, want to also say, um, thank you for, for listening, uh, for giving me the opportunity to, to continue this platform and, and being a part of, uh, 
of your uh, of your lives, uh, of your run, wherever you're listening to this. Thank you for that. Um, I hope uh, perhaps you'll uh, you'll rate, review, and subscribe um, so others can uh, can hear this. You know, share it on your platforms um, if you liked it. Uh, you know, please let me know if you didn't uh, let me know as well. Um, I want to know what I can do better. You know, I'm, I'm doing this to, to help uh, myself to help you. Uh, I want to be a better communicator and, uh, and learn from others and share those experiences with, with everybody. So, um, thank you for letting me, uh, my share my journey. Uh, you know, this is uh year 30 for me of running. Um, I, you know, and I've learned a lot along the way. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still learning and that's, that's what, that's what counts. We're, we're here to, to learn and, and be better people. So I hope we, uh, we grow together. Um, you can follow me on Facebook. Um, uh, personal page is Aaron Saft. I also have the, uh, MR running pains, uh, Facebook page, um, and Instagram. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, Aaron Saft. Uh, then you can subscribe to my newsletter on my Facebook page and <laughs> excuse me on my, uh, uh, website mrrunningpains.com. And uh, once again, guys, thank you for listening. Stay safe out there, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. (laughs) 